2: With you, although I feel like you've made me watch so many minutes of television. <laughs> like, the, it, the God Warrior episode was two episodes, yes? Yeah. And then 49 minutes of The Muppets, my yep. girl. You're our, our
0: uh, diva guest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love trash, what did I say. <laughs> I think I blacked out that entire time. So when we get into specifics, I'm going to be very hazy about what I watched for The Muppets because that's what. Right. Well to say.
3: be fair there are some some like lower points like check your phone times Yeah <laughs> <during> yeah. The,
2: <laughs> yeah
0: we during
3: the uh, episode at we, least
0: we have producer uh, producer Mike <laughs> producer Matt mic'd up um because he is a huge Muppets fan, yes, um, I love it, man. He'll probably do most of the talking because no, me and Kathleen both got here. here and we were like, we don't know what
1: we watched. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm here. Spoiler to talk. alert: I reread a chapter in the Jim Henson biography just to take down notes about the making of this special.
3: Hell yeah, I love that because I was doing research just on John Denver <laughs>
2: Perfect. during one of the like. In slow our powers
1: songs. combined, we've got this entire thing on lock.
2: I do have a lot of logistics questions, but I think I spent 49 minutes trying to decide if John Denver was hot or not. I think that's what I spent the 49 minutes doing. Can
1: I give you a factoid that will make him jump into the hot category because it's pretty awesome?
2: Well, I mean, Country Roots Take Me Home is enough Ugh. to make him hot, but also my favorite John Denver song is Thank God I'm a Country Boy.
1: Yeah. With- I yes, that.
2: me too! Dude, that's a great song.
1: So do you know about John Denver versus the United States government?
2: Whoa. Okay. This is yeah. I do. Tell me.
1: <laughs> in the 80s, was it Tipper Gore? Yeah, it was Tipper Gore. Yeah, Tipper Gore. But but Tipper Gore, I think, was the, the catalyst. Walked in on her daughter listening to Prince and was so taken aback by how sexual the lyrics of a Prince song were that she decided that it was time to ban any music that had foul language or anything in it. So they put together this whole thing to like hold the music industry responsible for everything and the music industry was like we need people who are willing to go in front of the supreme court and defend music and the only people that agreed to do it were Frank Zappa who was just like this weird like stoner D Snyder of Twisted Sister and John Denver and like John Denver they said was like the ace in the hole for this whole thing because Everybody loves John Denver. Mm -hmm. And he's like the most wholesome person in the world.
3: Yeah, his music has no expletives whatsoever. But
1: he was like, well, when I was first starting, people wouldn't play my song Rocky Mountain High because someone misinterpreted the lyrics as being a song about smoking pot and not just about the beauty of seeing the countryside. So how can I trust that any of you won't misinterpret other people's lyrics and cause them to be held accountable for that? So that's why we have parental advisory stickers is that was like the, the middle ground that they came with was like, well, then we'll put a sticker on it. But then the other thing that's crazy is that because, of course, the government can be really shitty if you stand up to them. Yep. Frank Zappa had a parental advisory sticker on every album he put out after that hearing, and they were all instrumental albums. A
2: bunch of fucking narcs, dude. <laughs> like, what? bunch of narcs.
3: They are narcs. Truly. Ew.
2: That's an amazing story, though. Yeah. I mean, after 49 minutes, I decided, yes, John Denver is hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm so sad he's not alive anymore. I, yeah. do, I wasn't aware. Until yeah. I like. Well, I know. It's
0: a sad death too. I always felt like such a badass when I got a CD that had a oh, dude, sticker on they, it.
1: I forget who it was, but someone, I think it was Dee snyder who was interviewed, was like, yo, like giving us the Parental Advisory sticker was just like a way to guarantee that we'd sold like 10,000 more units dude, than previously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mom got me Eminem CD I just gonna when I was say in, that. like M&M. sixth grade. yeah, Like curtain call or something. Yes, curtain call. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and it was so bad, but I fucking loved
1: it. Sublime Self-Title was my first Parental Advisory record. Mm.
0: We have terrible parents. Mine was <laughs> 1582.
2: <too. laughs> Love that. Um, that still buys parental advisory CDs because he is a physical content man. Yeah. He's got DVDs. He's got CDs. still last one I oh, bought was Eminem's
1: new one. All right.
2: Let's hop into the episode. All right. Tell us why you picked... Actually, let's say it's... What is the actual title? John Denver and the Muppets Christmas Special. John
3: Denver and the Muppets A Christmas Together. Yeah. Spectacular.
2: Go ahead. Tell us why.
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, I picked this because... I have really fond memories of it as a kid. And I'm not even talking like seven, eight, nine. I'm talking like three, four, five years old, like sitting, watching my parents taped VHS of this. Over and over around Christmas time.
0: I love that. Yeah, I can I see that. that
2: nostalgic piece. Like even when I've never seen it before. But when I'm watching it, I'm like, I can see this just either being on in the background while you're like hanging out in the Christmas trees in the corner and oh. it just be- feeling like Christmas.
0: I love anything like God, that. God, me too. Me
3: too. Yeah. And I was a huge Sesame Street and Muppets kid to begin with. So I think this was just like an extension of that. And my parents are like, John Denver, Muppets. Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> like, like let her down in front of the tube and, like, get some stuff done while she watches this.
2: When I realized that it was 1979, I was like, okay, this is really good. I don't understand the logistics of the Muppets by any means. I've never seen any of it. I've never seen... I've never... I don't even know that I watched, like, Sesame Street or anything really? that's, like, fucking puppets. So here I
1: am to, <laughs> to fill you in on the logistics of it. I hit it. So... Jim Henson, he is my hero, period, end of sentence. Julie can back me up on this. Like, the love that I have for Jim Henson is unreal. So prior to Jim Henson, puppeteering was primarily marionettes, so like the things on the little strings, mm-hmm. or like the person would be sitting there with like a ventriloquist dummy, mm-hmm. and they couldn't articulate. Jim Henson was the first person to think, well, if we made it out of felt, it would be a lot more durable. So you could do like the head turns and you could like scrunch up your hand to make it have like these facial expressions that like a wooden dummy wouldn't have. So he started building all of these things out of just clothing. He would like get his mom's old coat that she didn't want anymore and cut and sew it together and like glue eyeballs onto it and be like, this is Kermit the Frog and like play around with it. So when they started doing the shows, he came up with this idea where they would build sets that were eight feet high in the air. So the puppeteers had their hands over their heads the entire time like this. And then they had a headset with the microphone. So you're hearing the actual audio of them talking in real time. And the entire lower area, like if the set's up eight feet, the whole lower area has televisions that are showing them every single camera shot that they're in. So they're watching themselves as they move around.
3: Like a mirror. Yeah,
1: it was like this revolutionary thing in television. And then he started... Coming up with ideas on how to put motors inside of puppets so that you could do like like he basically is the godfather of all animatronics and all practical effects. So for the origins of this specific thing was he had been doing the Muppets for like commercials and he would show up on like TV shows and this that and the other thing and he had helped out with Sesame Street. So while doing all that, he got
2: <laughs> man, you are passionate, dude. I, I love, love this. It. <laughs> he,
1: while doing while doing all of that, he got scared that he would be pigeon-held as exclusively a children's uh, entertainer and that no one would take him seriously and he wouldn't be able to do other stuff because he had went to art school. He had done like trippy short films. So he wanted to do an adult puppet show that became the Muppet show. And the whole point was that it played later at night. It was at like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. And it was a little bit more adult humor, not like offensive, but just like puns and like wordplay that might go over a kid's head. But no one wanted to do it. And he had to call in all these favors. And John Denver was one of the people who was like, oh, golly, I love John Denver,
2: man. He will stand up and do
1: anything. Yeah, he was like, I love the Muppets. I'll do it. And when he flew out and they shot their episode, him and Jim hit it off so quickly because they had similar personalities that supposedly they finished filming that. Jim Henson called him like two days later and was like, do you want to make a Christmas album with the Muppets? And John Demmer was like, totally. They wrote down a list of songs, went into a recording studio, recorded the whole album in a week. And then John Denver was like, let's make a TV special to promote the album. And they wrote and shot this in eight days.
0: Wow. Whoa.
3: <laughs> Whoa. Marie, do you have anything to add
2: Yeah, to Cause, that? Because
0: producer Matt is um, actually our guest. I have to say, <laughs> Not have I
3: didn't know that they shot this in eight days. And... I think it's so impressive that you cannot tell.
0: Yeah, you can't.
3: For the time, for 1979, this looks high quality. Let me just
2: say that I was picturing it. I'm watching this and I'm thinking about camera angles the whole time and just being like, someone is just like right under that table, like going like this and being I'm like, how is this happening? How are they shooting this with a whole table full of fucking Muppets and him at the end and him just like acting with these inanimate things i'm like this is so good and also is miss piggy like always
3: kind of a hoe yeah because i
2: love that about her yes
3: she is oh good before we jump to the table read scene we got to talk about the 12 days of christmas because this version of this song has become so iconic like i hear it on christmas mixes all the time around christmas time and i feel like the bit of Fozzie constantly (laughs) messing up this verse (laughs) is so fun. And like, I can see now that my personal sense of humor draws a ton from Muppet stuff. Like, I love that shit when people like miss and they're like, oh darn, not again. Uh, Just like goofy, (laughs) stupid bits like that. I love and enjoy so much. And also the... Bum, bum. Everyone does that now. Yeah, and I yeah. think this was
1: the first time it happened, right?
3: Yes, yes. It's abso- it's from this version. That's so interesting
2: you say that because another podcast I love is called Last Culturesis and they do at the end of every episode they do a bit where it's like, what's the culture that made you say culture is for me? And so people will say, like, it was Harry Potter books. It was this. It was that, like, saying wacky shit. I feel like this has is yours like it might be part of yours like Muppets is like the culture that made me say like okay this is like informing how I grow up and how I'm like I cannot think of mine like I've listened I've listened to like 150 of those episodes and I'm like what the fuck is mine I can't pinpoint it but you saying that was exactly an answer that could have been on that
3: 100% Muppets and Sesame Street are very much like the culture and the lens with which I view the world. I love like, that through.
1: And I think that if this was your first experience watching the Muppets, which I I think yeah. you said it was, it's worth noting that this got very mixed reviews when it came out because people thought that it was too tame for the Muppets. And I do kind of agree cuz it's literally just like Song, 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 song. But, like, if you want it the true Muppet experience, the best scene in this to get that is John Denver having a conversation with Kermit where it's just like pun, joke, setup, punchline. Pun- like, it's just not every sentence yes. is like building onto the next punchline. And that's definitely, I agree with Marie in the sense of like that's also really been defining of my sense of humor as well. Because when it comes to writing, it's like if you're not. Setting up to the next punch. Like, if every sentence isn't a step forward into the next punchline, then why are you writing that sentence mm-hmm. in a comedy? And I think the Muppets is so good at just like one liner, one liner, one liner. Wow.
2: I kind of want to rewatch this. And it always makes me do that. Like things where I I, I mean, I, I love Christmas and we t- were texting about it and you were like, I love any Christmas vibe. So and, and I'm the same exact way. But like, of course, talking to you and seeing how much you love it. And Matt's passion is just like vibing through the room. <laughs> uh, like if I watch it again, I'm sure I would be like picking up on more of these cues. But I was just kind of. I was watching it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. While I was working today, so I was paying attention. It's mostly song. It's not yeah. like whatever. But I but I need to rewatch it now that we-
1: knowing the stuff that you find funny, and I, I'm curious if Marie thinks this as well. But knowing that a lot of Muppet scenes have heavy imp- improvisation in them, and they're usually one or two takes. I'm positive that John Denver keeps breaking during his scenes with Miss Piggy.
2: Yes, he is. (laughs) Dude. I picked (laughs) up on that. I was laughing. I'm like, he's like laughing at this. Like he thinks (laughs) this is funny and he thinks that she's being like a hoe and I love it.
1: He said that this was the most enjoyable experience ever for him. Wow.
3: (laughs) The scene between him and Miss Piggy in her dressing room. So first of all, his mugs to the camera are so good. I love them. They're like, I don't love it all the time. I think there's a time and a place for it. Mm-hmm. But I think he read it exactly right. And his like little <laughs> looks at the camera <laughs> are just yeah. perfect when she's like basically just coming on to him. Um, and when she makes him take off his glasses and so then she's like, put them back on. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, put them back I on, John.
3: <laughs> he was, like oh, I bet he's, he'll be at hotter without them. Then she's like, no, no, no. Put him back up.
2: He's got the <laughs> kindest face I've ever seen. It's so kind. I'm like, aw, that <laughs> face. It's good. It's good. He's like, I'm
3: she a does. married man. <laughs> she's like, I don't give a fuck.
0: She doesn't. <laughs> he's she's... just like,
3: a, like an affable, lovable nature dude who like, <laughs> enjoys these Muppets. Yeah, I really love when the Muppets interact with actors or celebrities. And you can tell how much the actor is like enjoying and loving the Muppet and kind of like seeing them as a real character, not just like someone, you know, yeah. below them. Like, rap, and John has that. He has like a little sparkle in his eye. Like he's loving every second he has with the Muppets. And, I, and it's fun to watch.
2: Wow. I'm smiling listening to
0: you say that. <laughs> That's like
1: my dream. My dream is to get famous enough to be, do something with the Muppets whether it's like on camera behind the scenes that's all I want yeah
0: I know
3: I I just want to interact with one (laughs) well I think it's kind of a nod to like
2: the actual logistics and the set for someone to be able to look at Kermit or Miss Piggy and be like smiling and and actually just can get in the zone and be like I'm with Miss Piggy I'm not with the actor I'm with Miss Piggy and I feel like that's a nod to how well it's just orchestrated the whole damn thing
3: absolutely absolutely
1: I think that there's something cool about puppeteering as well, which is a sentence that no human ever (laughs) says.
2: You (laughs) took that joke out of my mouth. I said, said nobody ever. (laughs) But
1: there's a thing that you can analyze with like when people are puppeteering and when they're very serious about puppeteering, that there is a lot of their like subconscious that comes out within that puppet. And I know that in like the Mr. Rogers documentary, they talk about how he would use the Daniel Tiger puppet all the time because he was such an anxious person And that that puppet allowed him to like release that anxiety through a character instead of keeping it in himself. And I feel that way with Kermit and Jim Henson, that same scene I was talking about where it's like punchline, punchline, punchline. There's also a really telling scene where Kermit's talking about how difficult the holidays are because He's on the road and he doesn't get to see the people that he loves. And if you read about Jim Henson, he lived in London while the rest of his family was living in Maryland because London was the only place that would give him what he needed to make this Muppet stuff work. So he would only see his family maybe two or three months out of the entire year. And Mm -hmm. I feel like he's using Kermit to like... I imagine myself being his son, Brian Henson, watching this Christmas special and like hearing basically your dad through a puppet say like I wish I could be with you right now like you know I mean like that's some like heavy shit that that they put in there and I think that that's why the Muppets stand the test of time versus so many other things from the 70s is that they are really really funny but they're also very, very heartfelt. And they're they're very sincere. There's, there's a quote that I always remember in the first Muppets movie. I feel like it's the whole mission statement of the Muppets, where there's a character that says that having a frog legs restaurant was his dream and that Kermit not agreeing to be the spokesperson is killing his dream. And Kermit says, well, I have a dream too, but the dream is about making people happy. And the best thing about that dream is that the more people you share it with, the bigger your family grows. And I feel like that sums up everything that you need to know about the Muppets when you watch it is that it's just about like positive upbeat vibes and like this community of like six outcast puppeteers that found each other and created an empire.
2: Wow. Mm, Damn. Clip that and send it to them, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting you on the Muppets.
3: let's let's get him working for uh the henson like creature feature studio yeah. or whatever they're called now.
1: i have no talent <laughs> except for being able to uh, talk about them so if they need you can someone, just be
3: their pr yeah <laughs> like, he wasn't
2: reading any of that he no. was doing that off of, off the dome oh. that mission statement he
3: is a big muppets guy
1: do we have favorite songs that came up in this
2: that's funny because i was going to ask marie that question go ahead yes
3: so so as we know after watching it there's quite a few songs in here and some of them are traditional but I want to highlight two I want to talk about may I have the pleasure of your company and the camaraderie like toy soldier song Uh so we go into pleasure of your company right after the round table read and one thing the Muppets do really well is they embrace like the art of the american musical and the camp and the choreography and just i guess the general like musical vibes go along with that because the american musical is so just like cool and crazy to think about because so many other countries and cultures have like crazy things they've created like Um, like opera, like is mainly Italian. There's like Brechtian theater, but America's thing is the American musical. And uh, (laughs) it's like, it's so specific in the way song structure is and dance numbers happen. And I love the way Muppets really embrace that. And they also are able to do it with like people crunch down. Like it's impressive. Yeah. It's, impressive. Above them. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. so impressive and so cool. And um, I just love the the choreography and the way Pleasure of Your Company like sets the tone for the rest of the show. And I like that's one of the ones I distinctly remember after um twelve days of Christmas. Like that one's like, Oh yeah, like that's how we got into the rest of the special. Yeah. Is Pleasure of Your Company
2: the one where there's like ballet dancers he's dancing with and, yes. and on like point yes. and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. That was like a production yes.
3: for and sure. He interacts with townspeople yes. and there's like mm-hmm. specific dance choreography. Yeah. It's
0: great. I love the like little town like Christmas mm-hmm. vibe. Like that whole scene was so like, oh, yeah. Christmas. It makes like, your heart like, swell. Yes, it does. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And they're all in their like Dickensian <laughs> like costumes, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just keep thinking like for
2: 79 that's really good and really well done.
3: It, it, it still holds really up. It is really good. In the the special effects f- going from the round table read with the like joke, 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 joke into him walking out the door and then just like the town popping up. Mm-hmm. I mean, to us now it's like, ooh, look at that cheese. Like yeah. that cheese factor. But yeah. in 1979, that's intense special effects for like a just a run your mill television special eight day television special, done in eight days television special and that's kind of cool to think about you know
2: Mm -hmm. big time
3: and then the other song that i feel like plays to the height of like camp like christmas camp is the toy soldier camaraderie (laughs) and that like the song is good but the choreography and John Denver just like goofing it up, yep, is great. Yeah,
0: he's
3: not even a good dancer, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's just him selling
0: it. Where him and Miss Piggy are like in slow motion running towards each other, <laughs> I was like laughing. is that that laughing. song. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, is that the that I'm, also yeah. has
1: the Miss Piggy like getting winded, climbing all the boxes <laughs> to find him was also really, really funny to me.
0: <laughs> that scene gave me like Nutcracker vibes. Oh, I I think the same yes. thing. Yeah, soldiers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like of course. Yeah, I love that. They're
3: definitely kind of like pulling from like Nutcracker oh, my vibes. Nutcracker I guess. Girl. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen was in the Nutcracker, and I saw her like so many times.
3: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Little, ballet you know. you know how it be. that's why
2: i like pointed out the people on point shoes because i'm like yeah same but this is drawing kind of a similar connection but not at all so when i was watching this i kept thinking of seeing the christmas carol at hedgerow theater yep yes. because i'm like so we have this tiny little theater that they put on plays and shit down the road and it's like this it's like a really it's like a black box theater. yes yeah. like it's like exactly I, I don't know it's this tiny little Whatever, I'm, I'm fucking this up. But they can only fit, like, probably, what, 30 to 40 people in, yeah. In, in, yeah. to watch it. But I went, like, every year we went at school. And then my best friend's little sister was in and She was, like, snowball boy every year. And we still went and saw her as snowball boy. But I just was getting this kind of, like, that old school feel yep. Yep. and and Christmassy vibes. I was like, I don't know the Muppets and I don't have that personal connection with it, but I'm drawing it from here. So I know exactly how you feel because of how it's making me feel yeah. for something else. So I, I, I'm i going to watch this again. I, I must, especially after hearing you talk about it.
3: The whole set for that song is just like a feast for the eyes. I remember them like being a kid. I remember the most the black and white tile and the fact that they scaled everything. So John Denver and Miss Piggy look like toys. And the fact that they're able to do this in 1979 better than Cats did in <laughs> 2019 is pretty, it's pretty <laughs> amazing Forever made for a made-for-TV special.
0: That's really funny that Wait, you just said that. Wait, did you that. hear us talking about
2: Cats the minute we opened this no.
3: oh my god that is so we were funny talking about
2: that cats that. as your face popped up because julie was like whatever happened with cats and matt goes it was like regarded as one of the worst movies of all time and i it's <laughs> the, like it's the la- almost the last movie i saw in theaters too so which is funny
0: well because i remember seeing all the previews and then being like they just disappeared and i guess because it oh yeah it was, it, oh, and it i was, was like it, did was it ever? open yeah in like theaters. i was like did it ever come out like I, I don't remember i remember seeing the commercial and being like i am fucking horrified i'm so scared i never ever want to watch this commercial again and i've heard that so i've never actually seen the musical cats but i've heard that on broadway like people come on the stage and they the people act like cats and they like sit on your lap and shit i
3: don't about sitting on your lap that's Um, what i've heard
0: i think i've heard that too (laughs) yeah like they like act like cats and they like come sit near you and like rub up against
2: you i'm really concerned that when i get my spotify like wrap up this year that jellicle cats is going to be like on the top of my list because i've just been like jellicles can and jellicles do (laughs) Kind of <laughs>
1: For me, it's which Magic Mr. Mistopheles. and oh, yeah. um, I mean, obviously, all jokes aside, Memory is a gorgeous song, oh, but yeah. do you two, before I say mine, do you two have any musical numbers or songs that you were like, ooh, I'm really digging this?
2: I want to say one more thing about cats, and I'm going to say <laughs> it, because when I was in third grade at dance class, I did whatever song Taylor Swift sings, not the original one she wrote, which I also love, but in third grade, and we had to dress in full cats, like head, like main cats, and we went. We like start it in the audience, and we're like doing wh- exactly what you said. So I just think it's funny. Like eight year old me was like not sitting on anyone's lap. You we were like purr. Yeah. <laughs> purr. No. Anyway. Cat-lean. No, I don't have a one that jumped out at me. Is is that if that's what you're asking, Matt? Yeah,
1: Julie. Nothing. Okay. No.
2: (laughs) We're the worst. So,
1: so the two that really stuck out to me is there's one that's two songs in one. Uh, It's Alfie, the Christmas tree, and it leads into it's in every one of us. And that this I didn't know this until I was watching it last night because I'd never watched this particular special. Jim Henson uses that song, "It's in Every One of Us," in a ton of his other productions. Like every once in a while, he would find these songs that like stuck with him and he would want to put them in everything. And that's one of them. And that was actually sung at his funeral. There was, you can watch, you can watch his funeral on YouTube, which is really weird. So
3: weird. If you Uh, need some tears,
1: if you need a
3: good cry. Whoa. Because
1: it was, he didn't want to have a normal funeral. So it was literally like an hour long concert of all of the different Muppeteers and musicians who had appeared on the Muppets doing musical numbers in his honor. And towards the very end, Every person who had ever worked for the Muppets all takes the stage with their favorite puppet and they do a medley of all of his favorite songs. And this is one of the songs that Shit. gets sung. And he always leans into like deep lyrics. Like if he finds a song where he's like, ooh, that's like really intelligent wordplay, that becomes like a thing that he has. he'll cling to, I've noticed, just in like looking at his favorite songs. And I think in this one, it's the lyric... We can all know everything without ever knowing why. Stuff like that that he clings to lyrically, the other line that I always think of is in one of the songs in the Muppet movie is the lyric there's not a word yet for best friends who just met.
2: That's good for me. Yeah,
1: like that's like I've had those moments Mm -hmm. where like you meet someone you've never met them before and immediately you're just like, I feel like I've been destined to meet you.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that's is that not the best feeling? I always say fast friends, but that doesn't even do it justice. Yeah, but then
1: the other one and this might just because of the song, but something about John Denver's very soft, mellow voice and the rough Ralph voice doing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas together Yes that was so great Oh it's such a perfect blend and I feel like that song Always makes me cry
2: Yeah now that you say that I think that would be the one I Choose as my favorite But that's because I don't know
0: half of these songs Did you? you? No I didn't And I actually full disclosure And I don't know why It is this way I hate the 12 Days of Christmas song Hate it (laughs) Absolutely hate it it doesn't okay. not, like you don't like
3: songs that build like I, so actually
0: when I was a kid growing up my mom had Christmas placemats and it was the 12 days of Christmas so it would be like. A partridge and a pear tree was on the top and it made a christmas tree sure so like i every time i hear the song i just think of the placemat but and I, that brings you no joy none Okay. And, and i <laughs> so i love christmas i love christmas music and every year i add it to my christmas playlist and delete it <laughs> because i i just i cannot enjoy it sure I, which and maybe s- i need to download the muppet version maybe yeah. that will bring me joy but like I download like all these different covers of it and I'm like, no, why aren't you doing it for me the way that you do it for everybody else?
2: What's the most famous version of that? Like who did it first or who's the most famous?
1: I have no clue. The only ones I listen to are the Muppet version and the Reliant K version.
0: Ooh, I might like the Reliant K version. Oh yeah, they knock it out in
1: two and a half minutes. You'd love it.
0: Reliant K, wow, <laughs> I haven't thought about them. It's been a while. A minute. What did it be my escape? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a good oh, song. Oh, that song, I'm giving up, I'm, I'm giving, giving up slowly. Up slowly. Yeah, that's good. They gone. put out. Except right there, that's exactly where I lost it. <laughs> yes. So I never
3: should have
2: crossed it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Marie, yes. I have like the most obscure, I love the Nick Lachey and jessica simpson christmas special like little drummer boy with ashley simpson and jessica simpson is my favorite christmas i've never song. heard that oh it's so good like oh my god talk about this like ashley simpson being like little baby and like hitting with that like raspy ass voice i was like oh i can remember like talking about you sitting around watching that i can remember being like i don't know how old i was i must have been like tw- 11 and i was like I had one, my advent calendar, and sometimes they have, like, things you can color on the back, and I was sitting on the, like, with markers. Like, that's kind of old to be doing that. On the back <laughs> of a chocolate advent calendar, just, like, drawing, watching this, because I love the show Newlyweds, yeah. and was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was, like, in my old basement. Like, uh, we redid it after that, and
0: I was like, I've got, like, such fond memories. You put
2: that song in my ear. Well, wow, like,
0: I have to add that to my playlist. I yeah, it's good. I personally think that... The Jonas Brothers stole Christmas last year. Yeah, with like it's Christmas.
1: Yeah, that was a jam. I don't think I know that. Song. You also oh, like that Taylor Swift song. It came oh on my Christmas. God. mix.
0: I love Christmas Tree Farm. Yeah, love Christmas Tree Farm. Love it, mm. and you know I don't ride for Taylor like you do, but oh you my god, I do. you bet I fucking if ride she gets Taylor. if she gets money for every time that song's played, she owes me a big thank you. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, if you listen to it a hundred times on Spotify, I think she got about ten cents out not of it. Not even. So. Literally oh, no.
0: Oh, they get paid dirt. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. I hate that. Now I feel bad for saying that. Taylor doesn't need any more money. Yeah. But I right. mean, really, most of them probably don't. But
3: you know, <laughs>
2: that's okay. Marie, when you listen to Christmas music around Christmas, is this like
3: your favorite? or do you have other song go-to shit oh my go-to christmas music that's ooh, that's a great question um so this is not my go-to i mean it brings me a lot of joy when i hear muppets 12 days of christmas but like the jo- other john denver songs in this are not on my christmas <laughs> <laughs> i have to say i really love th- there's quite a few but like I
0: love the Lady Gaga Ooh, what <laughs> Christmas
3: I don't think song. I know that. Wait,
0: I don't know that either.
3: It's like light me up, put me on top, let's la 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 la. Ooh, that's it's like, hot. But then it's like ho ho. <laughs> 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 yes, it's fun. It's really fun looking. Oh my god, I have to look that up. I love the Britney Spears. Yes, uh,
0: I know where you're going with this.
3: Only wish this year. Yes. Absolutely. it's um, oh, so good. And I also love this, like, I don't know how popular or obscure this is, but there's a artist. I think her name, it's spelled like mine, Marie, but she has like an accent over the E. So I mm-hmm. think her name is Mari Digby. There's a song called Bring Me Love, and uh, it's a Christmas song. It's like talking about Santa and like writing letters, but it's just like a great little like piano like Christmas tune,
1: cute, nice.
0: and that's probably my favorite one. I mean,
1: we got to give some respect to the Hanson Christmas albums. Uh, that are I got to like
0: add the, the, all of these. That, none of these oh are on my, my playlist. The the, the, silent the Hanson night. Silent Light Actually, Melody is <laughs> fucking fire. It is so good. I'll listen to it all year and sing it in
1: my car. Yeah. Oh, it's good.
3: Hanson, what Christmas means to me, my love. <sighs> <laughs> incredible
0: so incredible. good incredible. also I
3: love all this because I love
2: these songs but somehow I'm looking at my christmas playlist music?
0: Now, oh, I was gonna say I could just send you my playlist I can send you my playlist as well I on don't Spotify. have Spotify God <sighs> yeah, we we're I'll gonna send do you better we'll treat yeah, Spotify yeah. Christmas Eww, bye. Um also Merry <laughs> Christmas happy holidays like every time Ooh, I hear that yani? yeah Ooh, every time, time I hear the piano like yes Christmas brings me so much joy so I'm trying to not skip over Thanksgiving but I did crack and watch the holiday on Netflix which is amazing and I highly recommend everyone watching it it's
3: a really good movie. I loved
0: it. And then I watched the newest Grinch.
1: I like the new Grinch. I saw Grinch.
0: that too. It's all right, yeah. And then I watched Noelle last night. Nothing will beat Jim Carrey now, Grinch, though. Noelle so is good. so good. I, I agree. But look, we had the same opinion about Noelle, right? That it was not good.
1: No, it was... It, I it was cute. Th- I thought it was good, but it definitely... I think we both agreed that it felt kind of neutered for like... They underutilize an Anna, Anna, yeah. Anna Kendrick. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... If there's anything that I'm trying to do this year between my Christmas podcast, this and Horror Movie Night, is I'm making sure every show that I'm on, I'm telling people that they need to watch Let It Snow Uh, on Netflix. It is the best new Christmas movie in like a decade. It
0: truly is.
1: I've watched it like eight times already. It's
0: so good. It's almost like...
1: It's Can't Hardly Wait at Christmas time.
0: I was going to say almost like the oh, modern like day, that. like s- snow day. <laughs> it's so cute. It is more like Can't Hardly Wait.
1: Yeah, it's like Can't Hardly Wait in Empire you Records. You love it.
0: It is so good. Sabrina. Yeah, it's Kieran and Shippey. yeah. And the kid that plays
2: Prince Charming in Descendants. See, in Descendants. I watched it while decorating last year, so I was not paying attention. Oh, any no, I you got to focus. It's, yeah. it's
1: some good vibes.
2: All right, let me bring it back because I didn't get to say my Christmas songs. Okay. So oh, God, Christmas God. Lights by Coldplay is my favorite original. It's so good. I listened to that like during the year. It's crazy. And Casey Musgraves came out with one called mm. Glittery last year with Troy Savon, and it's really good as well. I like Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Hell so good. Yeah.
0: Jam so to that.
2: That's a good one. And then Anything Pentatonix is great. Yeah. Um, agreed.
0: Also, Let Candy Cane Lane. One. Little drummer boy yeah, it's hilarious. Candy Cane Lane by Sia is really good
1: too. In yeah. respect to Mike Bubbles, he really dominates the Mike uh, Bubbles. <laughs> he dominates Mike, the, Mike <laughs> the Bubbles <Reinals>. Mikey Bubbles. <laughs> I was joking. I saw Matt, them live. you But your
0: names left and right. You were <laughs> not joking. <laughs> you should have brought Donna to that concert. I oh, should have, we know. Wait, speaking of I found the (laughs) screenshot of Of our conversation. I didn't know I had it in my phone. What conversation? Or my mom 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 texted me. So
1: I'll give some background story in case I keep this in. So my friends had a chance to get us (laughs) like really good tickets to see Michael Bublé. And I know my mom's a Michael Bublé fan, but like we were only, as far as I knew, we were only going, it's like a group of friends. And my mom was like, hey, I would love to go. And I'm like, mom, I... I would love to bring you. No, you
0: were not that nice. Like He was like, (laughs) I'm not bringing my mom to a concert with my friends. Yeah,
1: that's probably what I said. But then I get in the car to go to the concert and all of a sudden, like three different people's parents get in the car with us to come with us to the concert. And I realized that I never actually asked them if they were also bringing their parents to this concert. (laughs) Mm.
0: So my mom texts me that night. And she goes, Matt was telling me a while back he was going to see Michael Bublé with his friends, and I was telling him how much I'd really like to go. And he was like, <laughs> no, mom, I'm not taking you with all my friends. Well, before he left tonight, he in- he informed me that George is taking his mother. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that nice of George? <laughs> I said, ha, ha So nice of George. Let's call Matt George moving moving forward. Maybe he'll learn a thing or two. She said, yeah, right. And then he had the audacity to send me a picture of where his seat was. And there's a bunch of empty seats in front of him. So my response was, oh, look how many
1: other seats I could have sat in. <laughs> oh, I know. That's sad. Horrible. That's that is, I'm not gonna lie. There's like a handful of moments in my life that I wish I could go back and do over and bringing Donna to the uh-huh. Michael Bublé show is I'll take one. her
0: one time. I
2: would actually love to Michael see him bubble.
1: live. He's a good show.
2: Marie, I want you to talk a lot. A lot. Just speak. Be, we've been talking, but I want to talk to you. I haven't You were one of my fave guests.
3: What's up? What's up? What's <laughs> going on?
2: What are your what are your opinions on things? Tell me more. I'm
3: not a huge I'm not a huge Michael Bublé fan. <laughs> Sorry yeah, me guys. Neither, really. Um, cuz I'm just like oh cool. Well, like if I want to listen to a crooner, I'll listen to Frank like, <laughs> yeah, true. I don't need, I don't need Michael. I just, I'm just gonna go to the source. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do love that he's like doing a collaboration with Dolly. Like he's doing a Ooh. Christmas song with Dolly this year. So I look forward to listening to that because I listen to Dolly read the news. Yeah, me too. Michael Buble. Yeah, I don't have an opinion. I don't really care about him. Well, what else? What? Yeah. What Are we still else? talking about John Denver? Or... We could. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Murray, have you been to disney world i have not recently well the muppets thing in disney world has been there for years right yeah. what's the muppet thing at disney world it's like a 3d um
1: muppet vision 3d yeah
0: so uh,
3: i think that might have gotten replaced recently it, though oh, with something else it, it
0: sure did and matt took it very hard the last time we were in disney <laughs> he um went on it by himself
1: because no one wanted to go on and I knew it was probably my last chance to see it
0: was it problematic
2: or something no No, just
1: no no, no no. one goes to see it but me
0: Matt does this like thing where he's like passionate would be the word Mm -hmm. but he also loved the great movie ride in Disney so we're big Disney people we've gone a lot recently pre-pandemic and when they shut down the great movie ride we knew they were shutting it down so Matt went on it like what three times by himself and was telling me how he like so matt looks like kim kardashian when he cries and he <laughs> kim cried by himself on the ride and i i just like think of what people around him were probably <laughs>
3: thinking he kim cried, kim you know, K he, K cried. He, he kim cried
0: on the so ride funny and like he didn't want to say it but he also like had to say it because we just always talk about his kim crying but I also, and maybe this is dumb, I didn't know that Disney owned the Muppets. Is that a recent thing? They didn't always. Yeah, yeah I didn't think so. That
1: was literally, so the reason why Muppets- Disney Muppet, owns everything now. Well, so
0: They don't own
2: me, I'll tell you this that. Is,
1: this was like a huge point of contention, was that Jim Henson really wanted to start doing other things, but he felt like the Muppets were like, Holding him back because yeah. he felt like he always had to do Muppet stuff and that people wanted more and more Muppet stuff. So he finally made the decision that he was going to sell the Muppets to the Walt Disney organization and they were going to be able to finance and produce those. And then he could still do like his passion projects on the side. Yep. And there was supposed to be a whole Muppets land. Like it was supposed to be like seven or eight attractions. And then Jim Henson got sick and died. Like, six months after they signed the contract like it was like Uh. super fast so that's why the Muppet vision thing is so important to me is it's the last thing he ever produced before he died
0: yeah which Uh. that makes sense and the really only other time they appear in Disney is in Magic Kingdom during that like 15 minute show
1: yeah so what ended up happening was Disney got pissed because in their mind Part of the contract was that Jim Henson would work for them in their special effects department because he was such a smart animatronics person. So then it turned into this whole thing where they're like, well, we're not going to fund the Muppets anymore because we wanted Uh. Jim Henson. So they just cut everything and left that one ride and then just stopped doing Muppet property. Um, So that's why like the Muppets kind of just like died with Jim Henson is that they were just like, we paid for Jim Henson, not just for the Muppets. That statement
0: makes me so mad. Like Disney got pissed that he died. Yeah. Like, he didn't quit. He fucking died. Yeah. His asset. He Oh, died. we're never going again. I'm, I'm mad.
1: It's frustrating. What, like, the way that he died is, like, one of the most frustrating things in the world because it was, like, he had pneumonia.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, yes. When did he and die? His dumb ass wouldn't go to the doctor. Yeah.
1: He said he didn't want to be a bother to the doctors.
0: Oh, God. When did he die? What year?
1: 93.
0: Oh, um, year?
3: Denver died in ninety. 90- Seven or ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah, something I like that. From a plane. These are two. So the main main people in the special both died young. Died yeah. yeah. an untimely and death. Yeah,
0: pneumonia. That's we're crazy.
3: Su- we're such huge, like, influential people in the world.
0: Yeah.
3: Um,
1: oh shit! I lied. Nineteen ninety. Uh,
3: Same difference. John. It's such a bummer that John Denver also died young, because he was like a conservationist, a humanitarian. He was like super anti-racism he was just like a really good dude it's very sad that we lost him so young
2: yes yeah. and hot, <laughs> and, hot. <laughs> and hot as it's been decided that sweet boy face
1: yeah. His yeah. most defining attribute he this was is hot. this
2: is making me really love him even more too not just because i love singing that song at the top of my fucking lungs true thank god i'm a country boy well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's good. Beautiful. Way to end it on
3: that note. Are we ending that? Oh, I
2: don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say know. I love
1: that they did the German version of Silent Night.
3: Absolutely. I thought it was awesome that he like also did some storytelling in the middle of it, too. Yeah.
1: And how much would you have loved to have been one of those kids watching it live in that auditorium? Oh, yeah. Oh my god! That's my last oh note. My is I god. wish I was a kid there.
3: <laughs> I love the like pan out to the kids in the studio, and um, I love showing like hello diversity in 1979 mm-hmm. on television. Yeah, I don't yeah. See that very often, and no. they made it a point to show like different looking kids in every shot, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really cool.
2: Wow, Muppets were woke back then. Nice, Muppets That's are good.
3: Henson. And John Denver are woke as fuck
2: (laughs) Before their time good 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 Love to hear it yeah
3: there's some nerdy White guys but we gotta throw it up for them (laughs) Throw it up
2: (laughs) Way to kick off the holidays for us We love it see and like Julie Said I will not be Caring about Thanksgiving I'm going straight to Christmas In this moment so you really kicked it off For me today
3: oh thank you Yeah I don't know and it's also just like The holidays this year in general Are very weird Mm Yeah, Like My family is having like a very small, small, small Thanksgiving. It's just me and my parents and I have three other siblings. So normally I have buffers between my parents. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So just me and them alone is going to (laughs) be pretty interesting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not, I don't know. It's nice to watch Christmas specials and, uh, Feel the spirit while we're in such like a difficult time historically
2: and culturally.
0: Absolutely. Big time.
2: Anything, honestly, whatever makes you fucking feel good, just go for it.
0: I know. That's that's what I'm trying to have the mindset of, of like... Typically, you try not to skip over Thanksgiving, but you're right. Nah, fuck fuck it, dude. it, fuck it.
2: You can live through Thanksgiving ah. around Thanksgiving, but yeah. you don't need to be living Thanksgiving on November. Say, 10th, 10th. Thanksgiving you know needs real. better
1: fucking movies than they've got. Like three. Yeah. So
0: I know, like, barely any.
3: Thanksgiving's nice because there's less pressure. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. I mean, you're just eating food. Yeah. And that's you great. You eat food all the time at holidays.
2: True. The exactly. Best
0: food, yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I didn't. I ate ramen noodles at Thanksgiving dinner until I was like, I don't know, eighteen. <laughs> I'm such a brat. I, I was the pickiest that. eater ever, and now I'm like, I will eat anything. I hate that. Yeah, I'm crazy. Oh my I still God. think turkey is like the wow. worst meat no, ever. I'm a it's like it's a, the, the, the like dry and some high chicken. class taste over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, come on. I it's like not, ham. Yeah, you're you ride for ham. Oh, you're such ham. a ham girl. Jeez, big ham. <laughs> Better stop.
0: <laughs> don't get me started.
2: <laughs> well, yes, that really got me in the spirit. So this is our first Christmas episode. We're we're gonna be ripping it all month, correct? Well, Marie, thanks for being here on our
0: first yes, Christmas. Yes, Marie, one. thank oh, you. coming for coming back.
3: Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. It was so great to take a trip down Muppets Lane Uh, (laughs) with you guys and with Matt here, too. It's so fun. And I'm glad I know this had some Rocky Mountain highs and some (laughs) low points during the special. But I'm glad you guys, you know, saw it through to the end Uh and ultimately enjoyed it. Yes.
2: Yeah, we, we, we liked it. I'm going to watch it again, and I'm going to like it even more after hearing you two talk about it. But, Marie, you think Aww. of any other show, and you come on for a third time as well. so we we'll, we'll have I'd our guy to. reach out to if you. If
3: you're hurting for more Christmas content, You're,
2: I'm your gal. Okay.
3: <laughs> 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 and
2: then I saw you You just dropped two new episodes of Adam Sandler, Please Stop, correct? Because you've got some more yes. content. Who be Halloween? And what's the Kevin James one movie that just came out?
3: Did it just come um, out? We watched like a thriller with Kevin James called Becky. Okay, is that new? Yeah, it was released in June of this year. Was it good? It was good. Oh, okay, cool. So everyone <laughs> go listen to those because of Kevin.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure.
3: was he the main character? He was a main character. Yeah, oh, okay. He played a Nazi. Believe it or not.
0: There you go. We just watched Big Daddy the other night, and I was sobbing in bed. Oh yeah, that'll that'll do it.
3: From Big Daddy.
0: When oh my God, when it gets taken. Yeah. And he's like, I like oh, my yes. <laughs> own I know. Little Cole and Dylan's Sprouse. Bye. Yeah. Kenny was like rubbing my shoulder because <laughs> I was like sobbing. <laughs> <stopping>. it. <laughs> I hate that (laughs) show. All
2: right. But yes, everyone go listen to Adam Sandler. Please stop because they only can do episodes when Adam Sandler and his crew do things. So first of all, to Adam Sandler's crew, do more things so they can have as many episodes as they want. Yeah. But yes, I actually I only watched half of Hoopie Halloween because it was like on in the background when I was with people. But I thought it was pretty bad. <laughs>
3: I'm going to be honest. It's bad. It's, it's <laughs> His whole world is just like falling he was in itself, basically. He was just trying to like point.
0: throw too many Adam Sandler movie references in there. And it was just all over the fucking place. Yeah, it seemed that way. Yes.
1: I really think that the Adam Sandler Please Stop crew should come down our way since Adam Sandler's shooting a movie in our area oh, yeah, right now is, and yeah. uh, try to try to get some like uh, fan photos.
2: Yeah. You have a place to stay.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's the Jewish basketball league movie that he's doing.
1: Yeah.
2: That's the title, actually. Jewish basketball league (laughs)
1: movie. (laughs) It's about his creativity level sometimes.
3: Well, I hope they just turn out
2: all the content for you guys to do more podcast episodes. All the bad, bad movies. Yeah, he's already
3: touched on um, Jewish boys basketball leagues in Crazy Nights, so uh, (laughs) which is also... A holiday movie, so...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've actually never seen that all the way through either. Don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, But yeah. going to say happy holidays, uh, thanks for having me on.
3: <laughs> This is a blast. If you ever want to chat Adam stuff or holiday stuff, give me, you know, give me a call.
2: That's your <laughs> your subject matter expert on those two things. Yes.
3: For sure. Awesome. Yeah, I used to host a holiday party called A Very Marie Christmas,
2: Oh, Uh, I love it!
3: (laughs) I love that. So yeah, I got a lot of. I'm I'm a Christmas gal. My birthday's in December. Hell yeah!
2: Happy happy fucking birthday! That's why we brought you on. Surprise! You're the Christmas queen. It's a month
3: away.
2: Well, when this is airing, it's gonna be like right then. Can we drop it on her birthday? When's your birthday? Is it a Tuesday? Uh,
3: December (laughs) 11th.
0: Is that a Tuesday? Uh, That's a Friday. Uh, Oh, a Friday birthday! We love this. She's got a a mental calendar. She's like. Friday. Yeah. No, it's actually because I was gonna take off for Marie's birthday.
2: Oh, right. Of course. Oh wow.
0: <laughs> no, but sure. I, I was planning hey. on
2: taking
3: off that day.
0: Well, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you,
2: Marie. Always a pleasure. I'm sure we'll Absolutely do this again. for having me. Yes.
3: You
2: guys are the best. You're thank the you
0: best. You're the best. Have an amazing night. And happy holidays. All right, it Christmas. is Merry December. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Woo. I don't want a lot
2: for Christmas. There is just one thing I need, and I uh,
0: got
2: nobody wants. Thank God, <laughs> Thank God I'm a country boy. Thank God I'm a country boy.